I've got a oh, story. Well, it's a little bit morbid. Hey. We could start with it if you want. All comedy comes from a very dark place, Bob. Yeah. Uh, Zip, are you ready? I am ready. Well, okay. you're recording, correct? I'm recording. Right. Okay. So, Bob and Zip with Ed Kelly. And uh, today, Lisa suggested we do something morbid, but interesting. <laughs> hmm. Any guesses? A graveyard tour? Yes. Huh? Not bad, huh? Not bad. So uh, so we went to a place called oh, Barry. I, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this one of those things where you take you uh, take some uh, lead uh, lead chalk or whatever and you you make a, uh, what is it, a, a pressing or whatever on the old gravestones? And no, but, uh, but having lived in Seattle where the grave of Jimi Hendrix was yeah. pressed in wax paper millions of times, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. People okay. go there, they'd get Jimi Hendrix's gravestone and they'd, uh, take a rock or something, and they'd rub wax paper over it, and they'd take it home, and they'd frame it. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't the case. Uh, no. What's the deal? Okay. So what happened is, and you know Lisa, she's fascinating, if not completely odd. <laughs> Clearly she doesn't listen to the, to the I don't cast. have to worry about that. No, she hears enough of me. Yes. But it's the other day, actually, she said, I want to go to a cemetery in Barrie, Vermont. Wow. And I said, okay. No pun intended. Well, what it turns out, Barrie, yeah, it's spelled (laughs) B-A-R-R-E. Oh, thank God. Uh, But as it turns out, there was an article in the New York Times about this place. Hey, honey. Mm -hmm. A smoke detector is going off while I'm telling this story. Hi, Lita. Hi, Lisa, everybody says. Hi, Lisa. Is it going off or just beeping? I better hurry up. Hang on, guys. I'll be right back. You guys amuse yourselves. I'm going to see how the emergency is. Talk amongst yourselves. Give us a topic to talk amongst ourselves. It's so funny because I I was worried about extraneous noise because the air conditioning system is down in this this allegedly luxury high-rise, which is actually a co-op. So oh, man. Uh, the guy comes in, and they, they've got, like, ensuite units in, in each place. So he comes in and says, I replaced your filter, and I put, well, we're all tuned up and ready to go. <laughs> and I, 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 that night I'm thinking, you know, it feels like about 80 degrees in here. And I put my hand next to the vent, and it's blowing out, you know, tepid air at best. And I thought, well, that's not exactly tuned up, is it? <laughs> and then, you know, in the email from the management says the cooling towers for the air conditioning system are <laughs> out of order. I mean, this is on Sunday that I get this, Saturday I get this, and won't be back up till Wednesday. <laughs> you got and how warm is it today? It was 90 degrees yesterday outside, and I've got the solar effect because I have southward-facing windows that face Canada on the water, so you've got all that sunshine and reflected light off the water come, spilling in and no way to cool the solarium oh, that I'm living man. in. <laughs> Jesus. So I, I, oh, man. I'm here, and I've, I'm, I've got the windows open. And, you know, it is the Motor City. And as you know from being here, there's a lot of motorheads and gearheads running around here. Oh, so God, yes. all last night as I'm trying to sleep, I'm hearing there's guys on Harley going, potato, 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 boom, potato, 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 boom, right? And then there's the other guys with the crash rocket uh, Jap Jets going, <laughs> You know, they all sound like four, they sound like two strokes. And I I couldn't sleep all damn night because of that. It was one thing, either sweat to death or or be kept awake by buzzing engines. But eventually I did. How old is that building? When was it built? 1964 it was built. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's a... Yeah, it's it's quite wow. a, an interesting place. It's actually a co-op. It's one, and you know, co-ops are fairly common in New York and on the East Coast, but here in Detroit, not so much. It's a real rare bird. So, so explain that to me. The whole thing. It's you buy shares in 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 the building. You're actually oh, okay. part owner. So, are you there? Yeah. Uh-huh. <sighs> uh huh. Some people, often of the female persuasion. <laughs> That's a sexist pub. <laughs> well, you know, they go eek when there's a mouse. Eek. <laughs> Actually, some guys do that, too. Yes, I know. Uh, but when the smoke detector goes chirp, mm-hmm. Lisa, the battery's Lisa, low. It's yeah. a file, yeah. five alarm fire. So I brought no. it down here because it isn't doing it while I'm there. Yeah. <sighs> That's usually a low battery. But she freaks out like, 
you know. Our house is going to burn to the ground, honey. Pretty much. <sighs> Andrew will have nothing when he comes home. All those <laughs> flights of stairs. So anyway, Lisa said, let's go to Barry. Barry, yeah. Vermont. It sounds like Barry, B-U-R-Y. It's spelled B A R R E. Do you know what Barry is famous for? Zip, you know. Yes, I do. What is it? It's famous for granite. Yes. Mining, I was going to say. Quarry, yes. And there's a cemetery there called the Hope Cemetery, which, and trust me, I didn't plan on this as a a topic for a podcast, but I think think it's fitting. Uh, The cemetery there is one of the most astounding in the world to me, anyway, because of their amazing granite. Oh, the stones would be spectacular because it's so readily available. Do you know the most expensive part of stone is shipping it? Yes, the weight. And if you live right near the granite place, well... You don't have to ship it at all. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, she wanted to go see this cemetery. The reason why Mm -hmm. is the coronavirus. You see, this particular cemetery and buried granite was very busy back in 1918 and 1919. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. The Spanish flu pandemic took hold. Yes. And there's a memorial there to the Spanish flu. It's shaped like a park bench, and it's a giant, beautiful granite bench, the 1918 Spanish flu memorial, dedicated Mm -hmm. to the more than 1,700 Vermonters who passed away, many in the prime of life. Sure. So I, I, I said, sure. I, like, she wanted to do this two days ago, and it was a beautiful day, and we had 18 things to do, and she was like, let's get in the car now. I was like, well, let's go Tuesday. <laughs> if you, without her in your life, you'd be rumpled still. My wife and I have this in common. Anything either of us thinks is an emergency at the moment mm-hmm. we think it. So, I persuaded her to do it today, and it was a nice warm day. It's a perfect day for it, uh, being in the air-conditioned car. Uh, The granite in Barrie is Devonian. It's a a specific kind of granite, geological period uh, Mm -hmm. in the Paleozoic era, Mm -hmm. which, when you think about it, that was a period of 60 million years that began 419.2 million years ago. And, you know, spanned up to 300 and something uh, million years ago. I like the idea that a memorial is something that was made, you know, 400 million years ago. Mega millennia, yeah. Yeah. Gives you that feeling of, you know. <laughs> Ephemeral. <laughs> ever afteralness. <laughs> yeah. And so I thought it was pretty interesting. And uh, so we drove up to Barry. Yes, and uh, this particular uh, memorial, the Hope Cemetery, mm-hmm. uh, is over the top. It's, uh, I mean, some of the, some of the memorials are. Uh, there's one in the form of a lounge chair, <laughs> which I totally loved. A guy named Bettini. There's a lot of Italian people up there. Bettini. Every, by the way, every name on the on the. Granite looked like a form of pasta that I have yet to eat. <laughs> Lamborghini, Wankachuni, Rapatoni, you know. And Gabagool. So, uh, so anyway, this beautiful uh, lounge chair, Bettini, was gorgeous. Uh, there is a, actually a very famous one, I'll send you a picture of it, of a husband and wife, and they're in bed. Oh, my. And Not very it, it's, European. Yeah, it's it's it, it's like a king size bed, and on the headboard, the two of them are sitting up, holding hands, mm-hmm. like they are resting in peace together. And the, the inscription is uh, beautiful. It's a uh, set. This me. mattress is a little too firm, honey. <laughs> Save the joke till after I do the serious one. <laughs> so I had to get it in. There. I was going to come up with one of those too. Um, it says, "Set me as a seal upon thine heart." For love is strong as death, and the, yeah, and the two of them are holding hands in, in in bed. Now, you were talking about the mattress firm. I said to Lisa, if that was my, if that was my memorial with you, my I would put something very obscene on there. Yeah, <laughs> I want to fuck you for all eternity. <laughs> 
I want to put the wood to you yeah. <laughs> for the rest so, of eternity. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I think they'd enjoy that we're still talking about this. Uh, but there were many, many beautiful sculptures and, uh, you know, some pyramids. Uh, and how one, yeah. how old is are the are the quarries up there? How, how far do they date back? They they are so old. Yes, I'm telling you. <laughs> how old are they, Johnny Carson? But the people inside fart dust. That's how old it is. Uh, it's a good question. Um, pretty old. Uh, the cemetery appears to start being populated in the early 1900s. Uh, late there's so some late 1800s. Mm. Uh, there's a whole a, section, by the way, that's 1918, 1919. Uh-huh. And the sad commentary was to look at each zone and do the math. Mm-hmm. Born 1888, died 1918. But not a single obscene epitaph. Uh, no, none of that. Uh-huh. Uh, but in other words, there were children, there were 25-year-olds, 35-year-olds. And another thing about going to an old cemetery is that just in general, people used to die young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did, did not, the life expectancy has expanded exponentially as oh. a medical... Yeah, even with That's how p- what poor condition, you know, how yeah. poorly we treat ourselves with our diet and everything. Yeah. 30 was middle-aged. 30s was middle age. A lot of people died in their 30s. A lot of people died in their late 40s. And I would say mid-50s was more common than anything older than that. Yeah, but then then 50s, with the hardships that they were facing and and, and the sheer laboriousness of life, I would think would be like a 70-year-old now. And when you look at that, by the way, it makes sense that Social Security started at 65. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> 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 that carrot's a little too far out on the end yeah. of the stick. So, and now, like, with Social Security starting at 65, they're going, maybe we should make it start at 80. Because, like, you know, 67 might be a nice compromise. Yeah. Maybe we could get some bipartisan uh, votes on that. <laughs> well, they have one. Now, it does start later if you're born younger, too, right? That's, that, I believe they have changed it. Yeah, that's how they screw yeah. over. See, when yeah, you're near the finish the line, generation. they don't move the goalpost. <laughs> but when you're yeah. young and doing, you know, tequila shots yeah. off a stripper's butt, you're not They'll really never paying notice. attention. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it's Patron Silver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was the trip to the cemetery. <laughs> and it was a somber reminder of uh, the fact that we're humans. We're a species. Oh, yeah. We uh, live here for a period of time, whatever time we're lucky enough to be here for. And um, also... Nobody gets out alive. Nobody does. <laughs> but also, even back then, human nature and human squabbles and personality and heckling, exactly the same. Oh, yeah. People didn't want to wear masks. People protesting. Politics was just as ugly, if not uglier. I think so. People say that the current orange man in the White House nah. has, has made it different. Nah. I think he's just a hell of a star at being what that is. <laughs> it does know how to stir the pot. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but no. So anyway, so we did that. And, and Lisa, Lisa and I are always looking for a bargain. I'm like, well, I'm not buying granite elsewhere. Why go anywhere else? <laughs> Wait a minute, 50 bucks for a headstone? Can you yeah. carve bow chicka wow wow on that? Love you, Lisa. <laughs> Sign Bob. Oh. Uh, and, and now I'm just trying to think of all... Oh, there's a beautiful guitar one. Zip. I didn't see any drums. No. Uh, but there's a guy, again, Parnigioni. Remember I told you they all sounded like pasta? <laughs> you probably took photos, right? I took photos. Par- I'm looking at Parnigioni. Uh-huh. Uh, who was a, it's actually a giant uh, cello, it looks like. Yeah. And musical notes on a staff mm-hmm. and a beautiful uh, cello. Uh, let's see, Ronald. Ronald. There's always room for cello, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, I'll move on. Anyway, it was, it, it, it was awe-inspiring and... Um, morbid. Uh, well, it's not really morbid to me. I guess some mm-hmm. people would think so. The couple you know what in the amazing? bed was fantastic. 
You know what amazes me is, uh, that, and the reason I asked how how old the quarries were, is how the hell back in that day did they get that stuff out of there? You know, with quarter horses and stuff. Mm. That's why when you go to those fairs in Vermont, they have those horse pull things and oxen and stuff and oh, block yeah. and tackle. Oh, Bob, do, are you are you going to take this quarry query on quarter horses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, be happy to. Uh, oh man! So, all right. Anyway, I'm looking at all those photos. That was fun. And uh, and other than that, it's kind of a crazy day. Uh, what you crazy? Guys- like my my buddy Dave, he likes to do uh, graveyard tours as well. He's a biker and like a prolific biker. Does thirty mile runs. He oh, says, no Ed, yeah. you got to come with me to this this cemetery downtown. It's 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 blocks from your house. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Levi Stubbs is buried there. Wow. You know, yeah. yeah. They've got all these Motown names in there. Well, now oh, that wow. now that you wow. mention it, that, that it is interesting and. The only other tour I did was of a, another uh, cemetery in Vermont, uh-huh. uh, and it's um, trying to remember the name of the town, but Butterworth. Uh, no, <laughs> Bill W., uh, the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous, is buried yeah. there. And um, didn't he live in he lived in <laughs> Rutland? Didn't he? Um, no, you're not kidding. Figuratively, it, it's near. No, seriously. <laughs> Uh, it's near Manchester, Vermont. Oh, that's right. That's Down right, there, yeah. there's a there's actually a it's a sort of a bed and breakfast now, mm-hmm. and it's his home, the home of Bill W. And um, it it has always been like a little bit of a hotel or a bed and breakfast. And the room he lived in was actually the bar. Wow, Isn't strangely that enough, and and. So- that's it, not his final home. Irony. That was his former home, right? Uh, <laughs> it was his ho- childhood home, I believe. And okay, so you have the wisdom to know the difference, at least. So <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> I, I work, I work hard at some of those little jokes too. I understand I what goes into it. It's like granite. It starts <laughs> in the Paleozoic era. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, He's a so totally uh, it was beautiful to see, uh, you know, his his stone too. And I, I, you know, the older I get, the the more I find it uh, nice to reflect. Well, uh, you're also cramming for the exams. So. Cramming for yeah. the exam, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as if, if you're interested, we're going to find the cheapest place to get granite. wow bob are you sure you're not a scott (laughs) (laughs) no but i'm married to a pollock okay man i'm only allowed to say that once a year to my poinking plucking puddly little pollock sure i loved you all of life so uh, anyway that's our that's our side trip today and uh i've been mowing the lawn and planting uh, planting like i'm going to live off the land ah and today the corn started coming up. <laughs> Are we talking about the first jokes of the, of the podcast? <laughs> no, no, the, the corn, um, and then the children of the corn, and uh, yes. eventually we'll. Uh, it, it's good to try and grow something that actually grows well around here. Yes, because you're not, not going to make corn syrup too, are you? No. Gosh, no. It's softly no. cheap. There's no profit margin, and whatsoever. Anyway, that's all I got for a story. <laughs> well, I have Hard a hung hair story one. too, but I'll save that for later if you get really desperate. Okay. Uh, I did get hung on uh, a little binge watching over the weekend, Uh-oh. a long weekend. Have you either of you guys seen Broadchurch? No. What is it about? Mm-mm. It's uh, British. Oh, I did I see it. it. Never was... mind. It's a rich British. No, did family. you? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's a it's a whodunit murder mystery. Yeah, whodunit murder. Rich. They're not rich British people. No, no. Um, it's the uh, downstairs people bald. Okay, uh, tell me more. It's just it's just an excellent it uh excellent excellent uh, who done it. Oh, is and this the one where there's the by the cliffs by the sea and yes. the kid gets killed? Yes. I saw that one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Lisa and I, I did, we're almost done with Netflix and we're moving on to Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> And the British stuff has got a. By the way, the British stuff. More Americans should see the British stuff because it's. There's a. You tell me what you audience. think about it, Zip. There's a. There's a. They do. A, they do drama in a more subtle way. Hell yeah. Yes, it's much. Uh, uh, their whole approach is very, Different. very understated. The and production sparse. is understated. A lot more cinema, uh, cinematography. You know, beautiful shots. Right. Right. A lot of long. I've noticed uh, like dialogue shots where people are walking or whatever. At least it With was no edits, thing. right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right? Like you know, so, giant and, choreographed shots. And they, they and they put 
like weird old women in these shows and they mm-hmm. and they tell a story just with their eyes they'll give you a weird look and they'll go the one thing is the and then they'll the, squirch their face and it'll, you'll be like waiting for it. beware the moors <laughs> the um uh, the it's star David Tennant, who is a Scotsman, is the uh, is the principal in it, the star, mm. and he has a thick Scottish, whatever brogue or whatever it is, to well, the point it, where we had to many many times. What did he say? We had to go back replay. and go back yeah. and go back. Oh, that's what he said, uh, yeah. which I thought was kind of interesting. That they they uh, you would have thought maybe I guess do you, do British people listen? more speak more quickly no you know what it is there's so many idiomatic expressions that are very very specific to that idiom that it's slang that's peppered in for example i had i have more relatives in scotland than i do in canada actually and i had two cousins over for about eight months and they were just out of uni as they call it university and they would speak so quickly and the glaswegian brogue was so thick and heavy I'd have to say you guys are gonna have to slow down because yeah. I'm not oh, even you a guy who does <laughs> yeah. voices yeah right can and you give say, me an example can you just yes say, I can like I would cook for them for example Chris and he came to me with just a few uh, uh, um, bits of pasta left on his plate and he said should have been up there I said excuse me he said should have been up there I said dude slow down he said should have been it then what the boop are you saying you know he says finally should I throw it out what he was saying was, should I bin it? As in, throw it in the bin. Oh, should have bin it. Should have bin it. What? Oh, and of course, <laughs> yeah. as an American, you're not going to get that. The dialogue's yeah. that well, fast well, I, in some but of But I grew up with that dialect in my house, but my mother had been in Canada as long as she had been in Glasgow. So she her, her accent was watered down. But when the folks came over as a kid, I would I would kind of pick it up gradually because they're, you know, she wouldn't be, she wouldn't be doing me any thing of her only cue, this kind of thing, you know, and you're doing the road. And it's <laughs> if I, she's, if she said she, she's going down the road to buy a bonnet. Nobody would understand what the hell. Well, she's going down the road to buy a hat. And she's oh, going down the road to buy yes. a bonnet. Yeah. yeah. So there was all those little things, you know. Uh, would you care for a wee dram? Oh uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have a beer. You know? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful language. It's really it's, it's lyrical. Very yeah. cool dialogue. But uh, I, yeah. and, and and Scotland, as far as um, um, cities go, Glasgow is like the Detroit of Scotland because we make cars in Detroit. They made ships there on the River Clyde, oh, so it's very much okay. a blue-collar town, just like Detroit is. So there's a certain lyrical. Um, not what is it blue collar like just common man thing to it whereas edinburgh it's far closer to england and it's more of an educational center you know so it's a little more mm-hmm. prissy <laughs> shall we say upscale upstairs and by the way do they know they're doing any of those sounds um the the roll the rolled is common to a few languages but it's just an intrinsic part the same way we would pop a p or have a plosive mm-hmm. on a p where, where where people who speak for example portuguese wouldn't say uh a P, it would be a, between a P and a B, like boy, like a mm. you know, that kind of thing. It's beautiful. Mm. But I have, again, <laughs> they think they're speaking just like us. Yeah, they do. And yeah. they think that we talk funny. <laughs> well, I've got a next door neighbor who's from New Jersey. And oh, yeah. I've gotten used to the way he talks. Um, um, but he'll literally say, let me ask you something. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. And yeah. one day I was like goofing around with him and I was like, well, let me ask you. And I thought, <laughs> uh-oh. He, wouldn't notice. he didn't notice. He didn't even notice. I don't think he did. Like, I, he would think I was making fun of him, but maybe he just thought I was finally talking correctly. We had a, a conference call. I remember being at the American Comedy Network and Andy Goodman was the president. And we were putting out... Um, Outrageous Radio is a CD. It was all this uh, fun stuff, you know, it was fake commercials and song parodies and such. And we were we were talking with a plant, making a deal with a, with a CD plant in Jersey, and it was a conference call. We were on with them. They were on with us on the on the speaker. And he says, and the guy from Jersey says, "All right, then. So if we're in agreement, then agreement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I pushed my my nose to one side and I said, "Well, Andy, are we in agreement or what? You know? <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> of course I did. It's a comedy network. It's and and they did. Didn't notice anything, did they? Not a thing. Did yeah. went right over. Right past. Okay, well, sounds like we got an agreement then. You know. See, that's wonderful. Yeah, it is. It's very colorful, I, and I, I, as you know, I suck that stuff up like a sponge. So I'm always you like do, looking to immerse man. myself in in other cultures. It's 
great. You're like a voc- you're like a vocal overhead projector. You just <laughs> slide the original and, and then you, it's it's great. Trace it's a it real on the art. paper on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. I listen to Morgan Freeman That's and I right, steal everything right go. out of his face. Mm. <laughs> oh, we've got have we got another Morgan Freeman bit this week? I think I sent you one. I'm yeah, looking. I think Let me see where that is. This dovetails nicely with the graveyard story okay. because he's apologizing for time. He's apologizing, f- oh, for on time. behalf of time, you on mean? On behalf of time, yes. Okay, he's hang the spokesman on. for anything, almost. <laughs> uh, Morgan Freeman apologizing on behalf of time. Here we go. Hello, I am time. I'd like to sincerely apologize for how much of me you have to spend in lockdown. I also regret that while you expected me to drag on slowly during these days, I've actually flown by much faster. You look back on March and think, was that yesterday? Nope. But don't look now, it's almost June. Well, that's two months of your life you'll never get back. I'm terribly sorry for playing tricks on you like that. But maybe I'm just getting back at you for all those times you thought killing me was a good idea. (laughs) Apologetically yours. Time. Time. Love it. Time. Time keeps flowing like a river. Wouldn't you go into Alan Parsons if you were on the air? I love Alan Parsons. (laughs) I was supposed to see him on the cruise that got canceled. Yeah. A lot of cruises canceled. I sent you some. The Who canceled. The Who has scrapped. They didn't have a cruise. uh, Yeah, they've scrapped all their upcoming North American dates. Yeah. Uh, Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend are basically uh, the who now. Uh, They they had pushed the band's UK and Irish dates to next spring, uh, but everything on this side of the Atlantic will not be rescheduled. The who's North American run was set to begin April 21st in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. Florida, and wrap up in Las Vegas at Caesars Palace. They were supposed to go to Kentucky, Denver, Colorado, Dallas, Houston, I've been everywhere, man. I've <laughs> been everywhere. Uh, Sorry. They posted on the who.com and said, as you already know, the remaining dates will no longer be taking place. Tickets will automatically be refunded at the point of purchase. You'll be the first to know when our rescheduled tour dates are announced. Thank you for understanding. We hope you are all in good health and looking out for each other. Since half the band has died already, we're not taking any chances. <laughs> it doesn't Dolphy look great. Yes. He, yeah, those guys are timeless. Have yeah. you seen The Who in recent years? What a great show. Last time I saw them in Starkey, Toronto. Ringo's kid on drums. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just fabulous band. Well, they should make test tube babies of them all and just go for, <laughs> you know, till the next granite is made and Okay, Dr. Evil. <laughs> million years. Uh, uh, Brian us. May of Queen has revealed he had a heart attack. Didn't even know it. He decided to have three stents placed in his arteries rather than bypass surgery. Wise choice, I think. Is it? I think so. I think it's less invasive. So if a friend of mine had like four or five stents put in, does that mean he had a heart attack or do they just sometimes put it in like just I, to I, prevent it? With any kind of credibility while well, I play a doctor on TV and in the internet, right. YouTube, etc. cetera. You don't know. <laughs> I have no sheepskin to hang I don't know what an actual heart attack is because... You know, I learned everything I know about the heart attacks on uh, that there's, show. There's different kinds. Uh, what was, yeah, exactly. Wheezy, yeah. it's the big one. Yeah. There's a massive coffin there, Wheezy. Yeah, I come, Elizabeth. Yeah, so yeah. every heart attack should be that. But I think today you can have a mild heart attack that throw a few stents in and you just good for one a couple of, the, of decades. One of the quadrants can just go bad. It's mm-hmm. kind of like you're, you're not firing on all four cylinders, shall we say. He says he had a compressed sciatic nerve. Yes, which I've had, too. He said it was very severely compressed, and he had this feeling that someone was putting a screwdriver in his back. That's what it feels like. Uh, He also admitted the compressed sciatic nerve turned out to be the least of his worries. He had had a small heart attack. Yeah. He said it didn't do me any harm. About 40 minutes of pain in the chest, tightness, feeling in the arms of tightness, sweating. Usually the left arm. He said, ah, this is a heart attack. But uh, he said he's fine now, and he had a couple stents put in. Hmm. That's amazing. It is. Because 10 years, well, not 10 years, 20 years ago, he might have been dead. Sure. You know, come so far with that stuff. Hmm. We get surgeons that can operate on you from a different city via robots. Oh, man. 
I uh, saw a story this morning where Nashville, they're actually doing live music now in some of the clubs. Are they? Um, Kid Rock, yeah. for example. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel uh, about that? Me, personally? Uh, I just, you know, it's those clubs are like every other small club, especially on Broadway there, the, the main music drag. They're not giant clubs by any stretch of the imagination. So, And they kind of showed a, were a couple of clips where there was not like, I don't know if they were full bands, but there were two or three people on stage, and there appeared to be like a you know a quiet night in the bar. You know mm, what I mean? Mm. So the tables, I'm sure and they thinned them out. It, that's the interesting thing to me, is that it feels like we're doing an experiment to reopen. Yeah, but amen you know on that one. It's like you're in a horror movie, and yeah. well, the guy who's been biting off everyone's neck and killed all those 18 people is left. <laughs> Let's go back out and play a game of cards and see if the scary music comes back again. Or one of the teenage horror things. Let's go into the woods. Yeah. Or on Jaws, you know, I think uh, no one, there's blood is pretty much dispersed. Let's go swimming. Um, So it feels like that. And I I feel like we're being, you know, guinea pigs. Well, self, self. Proclaimed guinea pigs. I mean, they're, they're people that just are willing to roll the dice because they know the odds are long mm-hmm. if they're young. That's and, it. But they, don't, but they don't take into account is that they can take it home and kill grandma. You know, I thought about that on my tour of the cemetery in Barry, Vermont today because so many of the victims were, you know, 12 years old, 25 years old, yeah. 37 years old. And, and I went, okay, this is different. This is only killing grandma and grandpa. Right. So far, but it's mutating. But it's uh, it's sort of like it's a little extra insulting to be <laughs> grandma and grandpa. Well, because every time Trump says, um, you know, and, and starts talking about Joe Biden as being old sleepy Joe, yeah. you know, how, yeah. how can a guy that old become the president? All the old people are saying, wait a minute, he's talking about me. I'm taking. Well, this he's talking about here. himself too because he's the same yeah. age. But exactly, so it's a little hypocritical. Uh, yeah. But I, I don't pay attention to it. I, I sort of tuned out Trump. I did what Twitter should have done a while ago. I just blocked him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's another breaking news story tonight. They put a uh, fact-checking notification. Oh, on Twitter, I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Not yeah. just Twitter, but Zuckerberg's doing the same thing for Facebook. Is he? Yeah. yeah. But this is for social distancing, like uh, anti-social distancing rebel groups. That right, are right. Censor, yeah. Well, it was, a specific tweet was one that said that voter fraud results from mail-in ballots and there's no not, evidence of that none but he's he's stoking that furnace because you know he's he knows he's on his way it, there's a good chance the math is not in his favor and he's going to contest this in a big way yeah when but i've loses. but when i've also loses. heard that it actually doesn't favor democrats either vote in ballots or just vote in ballots I mean, you know mail-in ballots are just mail-in ballots yeah, but people that might not have transportation and, and the um, more lower end of the socioeconomic scale is going to be more likely to vote when they can do it with a forever stamp as opposed to a drive yeah. and facing intimidation. I guess. I, I understand that voter suppression is something that everybody always says, you know, that is terrible unless it's helping their side. Mm-hmm. Well, it's more of a south of the Mason-Dixon thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I... It, it is real. I, you know... I think that, uh, you know, I, I think the person that gets the most votes and wins the Electoral College. Well, that's not, they're two different things, Bob. Well, but the. Because Hillary Clinton got the most votes. Yes. No, I understand that. Yeah. But I think that, um, you know, to, to win the Electoral College, you have to get the most votes in only, what, six or seven states. Makes it easier. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody should just be told, your state doesn't count. Let's not bother risking those people. <laughs> Well, let's let's go only vote rule. in the swing states. That's right. Let's put it on pay-per-view like Hunger Games. <laughs> we miss our sports. Well, we know why you're not a campaign manager. Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't care too much about it now. I mean, I know I'm not going to vote uh, for uh, you know someone that I don't think is an honest, semi-decent person. Yeah. Uh, but... If enough people don't agree with me, then the hell with everybody. You get what you deserve. And I can't even vote. I don't have and a vote. And yet you're a Canadian. That's true. Get out there and pick some lettuce. 
<laughs> I'm a northern wetback, Bob. I'll work in the meatpacking plant, please. Okay, what about it? Can I make some sausage for you guys? Yeah. <laughs> Just do something that us Americans don't want to have to get sick doing. After all, Look, you're lucky. Uh, you can lucky pay me in Canadian funds. I don't care. I'll take it. I can spend yes. loonies and toonies across the border there. Mm. My family, even, at least. Uh, all right. Uh, an employee at a North Carolina car wash found a $1,200 IRS economic stimulus check in the trash at work. This wonderful employee tracked down its rightful recipient. Yeah. Uh, the employee who found it, Antonio Hernandez. Antonio Hernandez. The name on the check was Charles Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Hernandez did is he uh, helped, had his daughter help him, Michelle. It turns out the check was sent to Thompson's former residence. But he found the current contact information, and Thompson says, thank you. I'll use the proceeds to catch up on my rent. Yeah. And, you know, if you do find a check like that, it is so easy. All you have to do is write the name on the back, and it's an endorsed check, and any bank will cash it. No kidding. I think so. You can steal those easy? Yeah, you can. I can actually take a check that I that I earn, endorse it on the back with my um, signature, and if I'm not mistaken, I can just give it to you, and it's as good as cash at your mm. bank. Well, we did get the check. I was disappointed that it wasn't signed by Donald Trump. <laughs> it just said his name on the check. Yes. <laughs> well, that's because well, all I, that magic marker wouldn't fit on a whole check. <laughs> Black <laughs> magic marker. All the details and the numbers yeah. and the routing numbers, the bank account number. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so back to these businesses reopening slightly with less people in them. It's a big experiment to see if the cases go up, but it's also a different kind of experiment to see how long before these businesses go out of business. Because if I, um, you know, if, if I understand profit margins, they're based on a certain amount of filling your place to capacity. Yeah. Uh, and no one ever built a hotel going, you know, it would be ideal if only 20% of our rooms were full. <laughs> this ain't no Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> no one ever built a restaurant going, let's put the tables 12 feet apart. <laughs> Give everybody room to stretch out. Yes. So that's the other shoe. That and potential increase of cases that it feels like that's going to, you know, come back to haunt it, it, if a spike if a spike becomes yeah becomes another a problem area a hot zone which, but there, i mean there's no reason to think that it that it couldn't really but i'm telling you a trip it's never been a better time a trip to barry vermont to shop for granite <laughs> the show is brought to you by devonian granite barry vermont <laughs> and we just figured out how bob got himself buried cheaply yeah. Uh, mined at the E.L. Smith Quarry, the world's largest deep hole granite quarry. Call now. Oh, by the way, the, the company that owns it, swear to God, they're called Rock of Ages. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's a famous, that's <laughs> yes. like a syndicated yeah. gravestone marker Is place, it? right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's, they send them all over the A country. chain. Rock yeah. of Ages is in Graniteville, Vermont, uh, founded yeah. in 1885. That's the answer to the question you asked. It's before. a great business model. It, you'd ne- you, you know, even a coronavirus can't put you out. Yeah. Oh, this is bad. This is great. This company, I swear to God, if you call them up, uh-huh. they're cheerful. <laughs> they have to be. Can you be the CEO of Rock of Ages? What's your name? Bloodstone. <laughs> My name is Bloodstone. Can I help you, Bob? Yes, I'm calling to inquire about uh, a granite headstone. How are you doing? I'm doing well. What color did you have in mind, Bob? Would you like a cheerful pink or perhaps an azure blue? Has the wife talked to you about the dimensions by any chance? Well, uh, the dimensions are going to be as big as we could fit in the cheap uh, plot that I'm sure her family has I'm for sorry, us. Bob. We have a disconnection on the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did you say sheets? Uh, the color, though, is called berry gray. It's sought berry after gray. worldwide because of its fine grain, even texture, and superior weather resistance. I don't want to oh, come that, back at you in 300 years and go, hey, what happened? That's the bargain basement division. Hang on. i got to put you under guard. Yeah, Please yeah. don't. Please hold. 
Hello, Mr. Gordy. Yes, hi. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm down here in the basement. I love it. I'm doing some crap. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm, I'm interested in just an ordinary size headstone. Nothing fancy. Another fa- Oh, God, I hate you, cheapskate. I'm sorry. That was yeah. my outside voice. Wasn't it? Uh, yes, I think we can accommodate you, sir. I, I, we have we have stones for every budget, sir. All right. That's good to know. What about the, if I did want something crazy? Yes. What if I wanted to be sitting at a grand piano with Elton John dancing on top of the piano? Can you do oh, that? Oh, not again. Again. <laughs> the third one this week already with yeah. the Rocket Man. Jeez. Rocket Man know, is great, huh? I just can't believe it. You know, the hardest part is carving those sausage little fingers of his. That's the big, <laughs> that's the big challenge. In this sure. Business, I'll bet it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll send you a guesstimate and uh, you and the wife can uh, wrestle. All right. Sounds good. Thank you very much. I'm not sure I can get that racy epitaph through the, uh, through the box. <laughs> the one that I talked sure. about earlier. Uh, does that listening. qualify for a two-day prime? Prime, you know, <laughs> prime this, okay, <laughs> Very funny. Okay. Uh, you can look this up online, B-A-R-R-E. Very granite, and uh, you'll find some very interesting photos. Um, wow. The, this would make a great Halloween show. You know it, that, would, right? it would, it would. Halloween you, may come again, the second wave. <laughs> yes. It's a little early true. this year. Might be a little too too real this yeah. year. I was just going to say that tool the gentleman was using to carve the granite yeah. sounded a little bit like Jay Leno there for just a That's second. That's the thing about the, you know, when you're working in a graveyard, when you're working in a headstone place, it's like Jay Leno's garage. We find out the... I was thinking the same thing, you know. All right. Uh, so if one of you doesn't have another story, I've got a very um, annoying medical story. A medical story? Oh, yeah. God. Goodness gracious. Okay. We're all ears. You got, if you got something better, jump. Jump ball. Yeah. Oh, go for it. Okay. Done a radio show already today. About a month ago, mm-hmm. I had a telemedicine appointment with Dartmouth-Hitchcock Medical Center. Dartmouth is rather famous, of course, for Dartmouth College, one of the big Ivy League schools up here in Vermont. My the, appoint- Appal- the Appalachian Trail goes right through it, by the it way. It does. Again, yes, I talked that? about that with you guys. The <laughs> appointment was with a uh, headache clinic specialist in neurology who's been dealing with symptoms I have that we think may be Lyme-related. And they don't like that because they don't believe in long-term Lyme. They think that mm. it's migraines which is the only thing you can take for migraines is lots of expensive medical appointments and lots and lots of antidepressants and anti-seizure medicines that give you all kinds of side effects zip and i talked about one of the side effects uh do you do the opposite of a slide whistle going up (laughs) (laughs) reaching into my magic bag of tricks yeah i don't know that you know the slide is you know one of those no, oh, you have it. You just have the no, slide whistle. Hang on. I don't have it. I just have the analog <laughs> model. Okay. Anyway. So I, I, I won't get too off on the. I, I thought you might have it handy. Uh, I but, usually do. Uh, but anyway, it had all these kinds of. And so finally I got sick of it and I went and I got a Lyme antibody test. And I was positive for three Lyme specific antibodies. And I also had this thing called babesiosis. Which, which is a parasitic co-infection of Lyme. That is a definite diagnosis. The problem with Lyme is that the they're not testing for the antigen, the bacteria. They're testing for the anti, uh, we call antibodies. And since I had those, it proves exposure, and I had the other thing. And anyway, so I'm being treated for that. And I knew that this uh, nurse at the headache clinic was not going to be happy about that because it's literally like I say, I took my car to this other mechanic and this other mechanic <laughs> <laughs> told me that the thing you said it wasn't was. was and he's replaced it. And, you know, and so anyway, well, he clearly wasn't trained. Clearly not the same the way. Right that school. You were. So anyway, I knew this was going to be probably my last appointment. Thank you. Uh, But now that I'm not on that particular antidepressant, it goes up again. Yes. Why would anybody take a drug that removes the lead in their pencil? 
<laughs> That's true, yes. It's Why? hard to shoot pool with a rope. Anybody take that. We'd go crazy for one to add lead to it. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so I had this 30-minute uh, telephone teleconference. They didn't even use video. Wow. And it ended with me saying, you know, none of those drugs worked for me, and they all had side effects. And so let's just uh, check back in in six months, and I'll see how this Lyme treatment goes. She goes, well, you sure are sensitive to these drugs. You did have a lot of side effects, and so I wish you luck. I hung up. And, I, and Lisa said, how did that go? And I said, I took a half hour to fire her. And it's a rather flaccid resolution. And there was no satisfaction. I mean, she's a very nice woman who's yeah. telling me what she believes because that's what she was taught. That's how she believes. And, you know, she's a, basically a salesperson for the pharmaceutical industry. As so many of them are. Yeah. yeah. And so I, uh, anyway, Lisa and I, so I said to Lisa, how much do you think that phone call cost? And she said, how long was it? I said, 30 minutes. And I said, let's write it down on a piece of paper. What do you think they charge for a 30-minute phone conference? And I said, it's going to be like 169 bucks. She said, nah, I'm going to go with like 89. I said, lock it in if you final answer. Help me out. I know you do, Regis. I do, for God's sake. I didn't, I didn't know you wanted me. Nobody wants anybody my age, for God's sake. Not even Joy. She's my wife. Yes. So I, I said, yeah, I'll do 100 and, I don't know, 175 or something. She was like 89. The bill came yesterday. And it was uh, like 175. Really? That's my copay. Oh, yeah. The actual there you bill. go. Far, 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 far. The 30 minute phone call yeah. was $477. And I've heard much higher. You have? Mm. Yes. They, I just, uh, it's ridiculous. And if they find in here in Michigan where the insurance companies are kind of in cahoots with the, with the hospitals, it's even triple the rate. They are. They, yeah, well, they're in yeah. cahoots with each other because the higher the charges are, the higher, um, the, the more money they all make for yeah, their investors. Absolutely. And they, they, well, that's they're, right. in, they're in bed together. You're not on Medicare, are you? You're not on yet. your own private insurance. Oh, okay. No. I'm, uh, I, I, I suppose that'll be better. Is it? I I think, yeah. For me, it's been it's been pretty pretty smooth all the way around. It's you know once I pay my deductible on the Part B, you know I've got a separate supplementary uh, plan. Supplementary thing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's so, been, in other words, I, Medicare is so good that you have to buy other insurance to pay for what it doesn't pay for. Yeah. It it covers a lot. I mean, you know, yeah. the uh, that entire last uh, episode with the uh, shoulder, mm -hmm. which I think was, I want to say... Let's not get two old folks home now. Say, say it, make it more interesting. What happened with your shoulder? I was banging this stripper, and the bedboard broke. She was double-jointed. She broke out of the schoolyard across the street, and I ran over and rescued the kids. Yes, please. We have to, uh, we have to exaggerate. I don't know. It, 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 I think it was 16 grand, and I don't, didn't pay anything. You didn't pay but, anything. You know, That's good. So, well, yeah, it was completely covered, All right, I'm just, so. I'm in that spot. I'm not quite old enough. Yeah. Anyway, it was very annoying, and it's it's what's wrong with healthcare. It's that it's become this huge bloated thing where the healthcare companies write the laws, and I don't want all these wonderful nice. I mean, this gal is a nice nurse. She's got a family. She's got kids. She's got to feed. I I don't want her to, you know, not be able to have a. No, and there's there's lots of good people, but it's a very top down organization uh, industry. Bob. Yeah, and this that was Dart works. Dartmouth Hitchcock, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's a that's a big, big, it's big medical up center. Up I mean, yeah. believe me, when I need a helicopter and I'm headed there, I love those people. <laughs> <laughs> and after you know vis visiting the cemetery today, running. yeah, you know it's all you know. We're just delaying the inevitable as much as possible and trying to enjoy life. No way! <laughs> but uh, that's that. All right. Before we can go, can you load Bob into the chopper, or <laughs> can you. he get into the chopper under his own power? We're lowering a gurney, Lisa. <laughs> All right. Before we go, uh, last thoughts on the news this week. Okay. 
Which about moving the uh, de- the uh, Republican convention out of North Carolina? Uh, that was one interesting one. Uh, yeah. It was threatened to take it away from North Carolina if they didn't yeah. agree to have it with no distancing. Right? Do you think that Stephen Tyler could call up uh, Madison Square Garden and say, "Listen, if you guys can't fill the joint, the band ain't showing up." Yeah, <laughs> actually, he could. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all a circus show. Um, yeah. Uh, just played for political effect. Um, I don't think it matters. I, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see what what happens with conventions. I mean, all conventions could be held on Zoom. We could all. I be don't under, But Bob, they already know who the candidate is. What's yes. The point. Yes. So it's just a rally. Yeah. Do you it's hear that noise? Rally. By the way. Yes. I just thought yes. that perhaps I was hallucinating, and and the genie was about to walk in. With her, with her harem outfit on, uh, out of the bottle. Somebody is bidding on something I posted on eBay, and they keep bidding at each other. And <laughs> what I, is the name of that site that you two frequent to get rid of your gear again? Uh, Reverb is the other one. Reverb. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's better than eBay, but uh, but I do eBay just because I'm lazy. Yeah, okay. So, all right. Uh, well, I'd like to end on a, a positive note. note? Do we, do we have another bit from you, Ed? What do we have here? You, you do, but I, I'll be... What listen, is this? I'm not, sure, I'm not saying I remember everything. Oh, you don't remember <laughs> what it is? I, I don't right. know. So I'll just say this. Thank you very much for listening to Bob and Zip with Ed Kelly. Email us anytime you want. Uh, show at bobandzip.com. We've had some uh, several nice, uh, at least two uh, great emails. And uh, we'll leave you with this thought. It's the Weekly Weed News with your cannabis correspondents, Cheech and Chong. Okay, man, so like really good news, man. 2020 is the year of legal weed. Oh, far out, man. Check it out, man. At least 18 states will loosen up their marijuana laws this year. 18 states? That's like more than half. For real, man. I mean, like <laughs> weed is going to be as common as beer, man. Yeah, pretty soon there'll be weed commercials during the Super Bowl, man. Like, this bud's for you. And then the next commercial is, this bud's for you. That was the Weekly Weed News. Or maybe like, he is the most inhaling man in the world. <laughs> I like that. I don't always smoke weed. Oh, wait. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. Now you're living the high life. <laughs> high life. I like that, man. That's funny. Beautiful. <laughs> to Will Lyman in Boston, by the way.